Hello, ako si G. Geronimo at welcome sa The Green Report, Rappler's podcast on the environment and the stories of people whose decisions impact the world around us. Today, ang kasama ko ay si Ia Gozum. She is a member of Rappler's Digital Communications or Digicoms team. Aside from fighting trolls on the internet, she also writes environmental stories for Rappler. Today, we will talk about her latest series on the Masungi Geo-Reserve, um, the prospects of geotourism in the Philippines, and uh, defending the environmental defenders in the Philippines. Ia, kamusta? Hi! Okay lang. <laughs> nawala na yung nawala na yung nawala yung kaba mo. <laughs> Buti naman. Oo, kwentuhan lang na. tayo dito. Yeah. So siguro sisimulan ko na ang gusto kong unang malaman uh, as we be, as we get into the story. Before we go to your series is paano ka ba talaga nag-start as an environmental journalist? Ah, uh, syempre you really you really are a part of Rappler social media, pero you, you also write environmental stories for Rappler. So even your advocacy for the environment, paano ka nagsimula? I think, ano, uh, marami sa environmental journalists, ang background talaga nila, meron talaga silang personal uh, experience sa environmental advocacy. Kasi, uh, parang environment in itself, diba, niche subject siya. Like, before. Mm-hmm. Ngayon, parang, at least, nagiging mainstream na ngayon. So, it would require an experience, a certain level of advocacy from your part to write these stories. Kasi hindi rin naman siya parang nasa top one agenda sa newsrooms, di ba? So, I started in undergrad. I joined organizations. I volunteered for uh, NGOs na ayun yung thrust, uh, environment, uh, climate justice. And then, nadala ko siya na dito sa Rappler. Uh, although, I... I was hired as social media manager. Uh, nabigyan ako ng stories and then about the environment and then nagtuloy-tuloy na. Yeah, I, I was gonna say na you started covering the environment talaga. Nung mm-hmm. sinusundan natin yung Dolomite Beach yes, um, issue during the height of the pandemic in 2020, mm-hmm. di ba? Uh, how was that experience like na pinag-cover ka ng isang running issue mm-hmm. and then you were just starting... Officially, I guess, as an environmental yeah. journalist. Uh, yeah. w- what was that experience like? And anong masasabi mo about the stories you've covered so far mm-hmm. uh, bilang isa sa mga journalist ng environment? Okay. Yung issue ng Dolomite Beach noon, parang nung pinagawa siya sa akin, parang standalone lang siya na shorty. Parang ganun lang yung treatment. Tapos parang... start. Uh, nung start, <laughs> nung start. start. Kasi Alam mo naman that, tayo dito sa Rappler. Yeah. Hindi pwedeng shorty <laughs> lang sa simula. Oo. Mm. So parang hindi ko rin in-expect na ipapafollow sa akin yung story na parang a-attend ako ng mga press con, uh, mag-interview ng scientist na ano ba yung benefits, yung cons ng uh, ganitong klaseng uh, Dolomite Beach sa Manila. So... It was, I think I was out of my comfort zone kasi hindi talaga siya yung work ko. Ang work mm-hmm. ko is social media. Mm-hmm. So, nung parang pinapafollow na ako, tapos uh, yun, nag interview na ako, tapos uh, uh, hinahanapan na ako ng stories. Ayun, uh, medyo change siya dun sa usual routine ko sa work. Pero it was it was a good ano introduction kasi... Doon ko mas natutunan, mas nagamay ko yung uh, Rappler style of writing. 
uh, what my editor wants from me, uh, yung angles na kailangan kong i-explore, etc., etc. So, And you would actually eventually write. Ang pinaka-favorite ko ng mga stories from you are the profiles actually eh, on yeah. mga environmental advocates. Yeah. And you wrote a Me lot of too. that. Uh-uh. And I think yun yung talaga yung forte mo. Kaya din mm-hmm. siguro this story landed on your lap. And mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say na, kasi itong story na to actually, sa akin siya unang pinitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. And I, I said, ang sinabi ko sa editors ay parang mas kay iya to parang mas, mas ano siya mas mas mabundok siya mas <laughs> mas, mas, mas ano niya to forte niya to this is uh, up her alley so mm-hmm. i suggested na ikaw mm-hmm. yung gumawa and luckily you really wanted to do it mm-hmm. so when you, when that proposal came mm-hmm. when uh, this story landed on your lap what what were your thoughts when this was when this story was assigned to you Thoughts, siguro before yung thought, <laughs> meron lang overwhelming emotion, overwhelming kilig. Ay, gano'n? Yeah, <laughs> kinilig, kinilig, kinilig ako kasi uh, parang narealize ko agad yung, syempre yung trust na binibigay siya na editors to do this. Tapos hindi naman siya yung usual coverage, pandemic usual, mm-hmm. pandemic usual na parang. Uh, through Zoom yung interview. Hindi siya ganun eh. Pupunta ka talaga doon. Tapos mag-ahay kayo. And kinikilig ako kasi it's, this is something that I love doing. And, di ba, to have that opportunity to do something that you love, that you're at ease, and marry that with your work, with writing. Parang, di ba, nakakilig siya. <laughs> nakakilig siya. And, yun, just the thought of having that opportunity. Uh, after after that, after the excitement, no medyo level-headed na ako na parang, ha, gagawin ko talaga siya. Nag-gets ko na ano yung assignment. Ko na, ah, ito pala siya. <laughs> no, nagkaroon ng clarity of thought. Uh, yung, yung sunod ko inisip is, how will I write this? How will I attack this story? Kasi ang dami na eh. Ah, uh, dami ng features about masungit. Mag-search ka sa Google, ang dami na parang, uh, what you need to bring, tips, pag mag-hike ka sa kanila, anong kailangan mong expect. Uh, stories about Anne and Billy kasi they're celebrity status ni sila for environmental advocates, di ba? So, parang sabi ko, parang lahat ng angles nakuha na. So, when pagka-bibisita kami, ano pa yung ibang mapapresent? Siyempre, di ba, as a writer, uh, para maghahanap ka ng iba pang angle. Parang what, how else would you deliver this story? Kasi, ako, naniwala ko, maganda kasi yung kwento niya. Hindi lang siya, may hindi pa nasasabi. And then, yung nangyari, uh, kinontak namin si Sir Ben Dumaliang. Ben Dumaliang is the father of Billy and Anne, and Anne, yung founder ng Masungi. Tapos, he usually doesn't do interviews. Oh, did he? Oo, kasi usually si Billy tsaka si Anya. Sila na yung humaharap. Oo, oh, sila na yung humaharap eh. Sila yung sa interviews, sa mga press release. Si, si Ben more on tamik lang siya eh. Hindi siya masyadong kapan sa media. So, nung nagkaroon ng chance na ma-interview siya, parang sabi ko, ah, eto na to. Kasi, coming from the founder mm-hmm. himself, diba? Parang, this is his brainchild. Mm-hmm. That would be the the story. Yeah, so sigur, before we go into that story, uh, actually, isa sa naisip ko pa na baka naka-add sa pressure is you were actually with a team. Like, hindi oh, ka lang oh. mag-isa. <laughs> Ako kasi, I was a reporter Mm-mm. before and I know na medyo may extra pressure talaga if you're yes. going with a team. And oh, alam ko, oh. like, 
full fortune sumama sa'yo that uh-oh, time uh-oh. nung pumunta ka sa Geo Reserve. Um, what happened during that uh, visit? Uh, paano nyo pinlano? Ano yung mga ginawa nyo that day? Like, walk us through that, uh, how, how journalists cover stories like this. Okay. Uh, yun nga, actually, tama yung may pressure. Pag may kasamang team, kasi yung before the story, yung mga stories before, the Zoom interview lang siya, it's just me. Parang pag ako yung nagkamali, pag ako yung awkward or ako yung may, may, may fault, ako lang yun. Tapos it, it would show in my writing. The editor would see that and then papabago, di ba? Pero ito, may team talaga nakasama. Tapos parang, syempre, mapipressure ka kasi parang dapat, di ba? Uh, mm-hmm. you, would, you would lead. Parang ganun. Uh, so, paano kami nag-prepare? Naghanap kami ng mga, mga tips lang sa internet. Ah, uh, Parang, ano ka lang i-prepare when going to Masungi, etc., etc. And then, we I got touch with uh, one of their staff. Tapos, siya yung kausap namin sa tungkol sa itinerary, anong oras, uh, anong mga kailangan dilin, uh, anong i-expect namin. Uh, since December naman, hindi siya, maganda, maganda yung weather. Hindi siya mainit, hindi siya maulan. So, we don't need to wear anything extra, uh, raincoats, etc. Walang ganun. Um... So yun, yung naalala ko talaga before, mas ganun pa yung preparation, yung, yung hike itself. Kung ano yung gagawin nyo physically. Oo, uh-huh. physically. Pero kasi for, for, for me, kabisado ko na yun. Yung kanakabahan uh-huh. ako. Ano, ano, ng background yung listeners natin, ba't uh-huh. kabisado mo na yung physical ano, portion? Uh-huh. I mean, kasi I was part of a mountaineering or I am part pala. Hindi ba napast? So I am part of a mountaineering or Tapos doon ka na natutunan hmm. yung mang kalamo i-prepare when you're hiking when you're outdoors. Yeah, kaya ka na isip ko na perfect sa iyo yung, yung, <laughs> yung assignment. Oo. Oh, oh. oh, I mean, oh. I love mountaineering pero mm-hmm. wala naman ata akong sinabi <laughs> sa mountaineering sure. experience mo. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, go ahead. Ayun. So, yung yung concern ko talaga is yung production aspect which my team knows already. Para yung yung insecurity ko noon, ako yung hindi nakakaalam. Ako yung hindi ko gamay yon. Pero syempre, parang uh, yung may, may level of confidence din na alam ko hindi naman ako papabayaan ng team, etc. etc. So yun, uh, umalis kami ng Quezon City. Madilim pa. Nakarating kami before 7 sa Masungi, sa Tanay. Kami lang yung tao doon kasi weekday siya. That's a Thursday, if I remember it correctly. Tapos, we nag-orient, nag-orientation kami. Tapos kung saan kami nag-orientation, doon na namin interview si Ben Dumaliang. And then after the orientation, nag-hike na kami. Tapos merong lunch. Uh, medyo matagal lang yung hike kasi may dala kaming equipment. So parang it's not, di, hindi siya kasing bilis nung kung ang dala mo lang ay yung tubig mo, extra clothes, towel. Uh, yun. So we have to haul up the equipment. Yung, may, meron kaming parang magka-climb kami ng rope ladders, tapos iaakit pa yung camera. So, so matagal yun. Tapos, nun pumunta kami, very windy. So, when we're trying to get drone shots, para may times na, ah, magiintay pa kami. Kasi, ang lakas talaga nung hangin. Delikado. Hangin, delikado. Tapos, yeah. bago pa yung drone, di ba? Mm. <laughs> bago pa yun, parang yun yata yung unang gamit ng drone. Tapos, when we're recording, pag yung sa boses, dahil nga sa sobrang hangin, uh, minsan kailangan mag-pause kasi hindi na marinig yung, yung voice. So that took us a day. Hiking, interviews, getting the drone shots, uh, getting 
all other shots yon. Uh, and then habang nagahay kami, meron kaming guide. Like any other ano visitors. Yeah. Uh-oh. So ina-explain ko ano yung mga nakikita namin. Tapos yung meron pa naalala along the trail, ituturo nila yung origin ng Masungi ano logo. Mm-hmm. Para may tinuro siya na parang rock formations. Para nga, oh, ngayon, yun nga yun, yung, yung logo ng Masungi. So, yun. Uh, it doesn't feel like a regular coverage. Kasi, well, nag-enjoy kasi kami. Ganun. Mm-hmm. dami mo nakikita. Ang ganda niya. Um, very refreshing. At, yun nga, maganda yung weather. Malamig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think that's really one of the pros of environmental journalism. Talagang mm. you are, you're in nature. Mm-mm. So, babad ka sa Uh-oh. magagandang um, sceneries and all. Pero, what do you remember the most about that fieldwork? I mean, syempre kinuwento mo na sa amin kung ano yung ginawa nyo and mm-hmm. all. Pero, ano yung pinaka-memorable sa'yo for that fieldwork? Um, siguro yung pinaka-memorable nung umiyak si... Ben Dumali ang during the interview. Because we really, hindi talaga namin expect And parang nung ginawa ko yung questions, wala naman akong parang, ito, ito, mag-ano to ng emotion, ganyan. Mm. So, na, ako, ako, ako na-take na, na ba ako? Kasi matagal, nakat lang siya dun sa document, dun sa final edition, mm. syempre nakat na siya. Mm-mm. Pero matagal siya. Tapos, parang dumating na si Billy, hinag na niya yung father niya. Nung, nung time na umiyak siya nun, tinatanong ko kasi, parang tinanong ko siya, uh, why do you keep doing what you're doing? Eh, before nun, kinwento na niya yung mga naging issue, yung mga encounters nila. So, bago niya yun masagot, parang yun, naiyak na siya dun. Tapos yung ganong show of vulnerability, nung, nung nangyari yun, parang nag-shift yung mindset ko. Parang biglang, this is not going to be a regular story. Mm-hmm. And yung may extra burden for my part na ngayon, I have to capture that emotion mm-hmm. with the writing. Kasi parang how do, would you relate this to the reader? What is this with this place that just makes these people push what they're doing despite the danger that make them that emotionally vulnerable? Mm-hmm. So, yun yung pinaka-memorable sa akin. Then, after after that interview, everything else was a breeze. <laughs> yeah. I remember, well, at least in my experience as a journalist also, talagang you prepare the, the questions but it never goes that way. Yeah. Especially uh-oh. when you see the story on the ground. Mm-mm. At kapag narinig mo na kung ano yung ikikwento nila, Mm-hmm. talagang minsan masascrap yung questions mo yeah. or magbabago yung angle. You had an mm-hmm. angle when you were going in but it will have a different uh, story when you go yeah. out. I guess that's what happened to you. And mm-hmm. I guess for our readers and our listeners right now, yung stories ni Ia, there were two stories and then a documentary. The, two, the, the first story focused on Um, geotourism, mm-hmm. and then the second is uh, the plight of our environmental defenders, focusing on the forest range- rangers in Masungi. So mm-hmm. Let's go to that. Uh, how was it like talking to the forest rangers? Of course, you also talked to them. Mm-hmm. Hindi lang si, hindi lang yung founders and mm-hmm. uh, those who run Masungi Georeserve. Uh, pap, ano yung mga ano yung experience? What's it like talking to them and hearing their stories firsthand? Uh, nung kausap ko si Kukan Maas, one of the forest rangers who were shot nung last year, July 2021, 
uh, yung takeaway ko doon, he was really honest. Parang I would ask, uh, bakit mo pa ginagawa? Bakit, bakit, why do you keep doing this? Kasi nabaril ka na eh, di ba? I mean, any other person magdo-double take. Pero siya, parang, simple lang yung sagot niya. Sabi niya, kasi kailangan. Ayun, nakikita niya yung necessity. So, yun, yun yung takeaway ko when, when talking to them. Uh, parang hihila, in-overthink yung ginagawa nila eh. In-overthink yung Unlike struggle. Unlike us. Unlike <laughs> us. Diba? Ang dami nating time. Pero sila, they see it as a problem. But, they, ko, they keep pushing to mm-hmm. overcome it. They see the necessity of them being a forest ranger in, in, in that area. And then they keep working. Tapos, siguro yung, yung, yung pinakatumatak sa akin, sabi niya, uh, yung wish daw niya, yung daw baby niya, pag lumaki, makita daw yung mga puno na tinanim niya dun tinanim sa niya. geopark. Ayun, parang yung ganong, ganong, yung ganong mindset na parang... Ang simple. Ang simple nun, di ba? Parang, uh, despite the struggles, despite, despite the, the life-threatening uh, struggles, parang nandun pa rin yung mindset na iniisip mo yung future generation through your, through your child mm-hmm. that they will appreciate what you're doing now mm-hmm. for their generation. Ganun. Yeah, kaya importante din yung focus of that story on the environmental defenders. Uh, mm-hmm. The bigger context, of course, is that the Philippines is, mm-hmm. uh, for the eighth straight year, the most dangerous country in mm-hmm. Asia for environmental defenders. And yun yung gusto ko sana nga itanong, pero medyo na-touch mo na rin siya, na do forest rangers realize kung gano'ng kalaki yung trabaho nila kasi, mm-hmm. onti lang yung forest rangers ng Philippines eh. But uh, the forest cover, sobrang laki. <laughs> At ang dami-daming nangyayari na kailangan nilang i-cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and do they realize how dangerous it is and how... And uh, uh, what... Dahil tinanong mo nga na what makes them do what they do. For you, what makes them stay? Or what, what makes them keep doing what they're doing? Nakikita nila yung necessity ng trabaho nila. Yung kanina nga yung sinasabi ko na simple lang for them. Nakikita na yung necessity. It's, it's just like when you ask a doctor, bakit mo ginagawa yun? Kasi, kasi importante yung trabaho nila. Uh, when you ask a lawyer, when you ask an engineer, uh, all other professions. Kasi alam nila yung importance. And I think, si, kunyari, si Kukan Maas, naka isang dekada na siya na forest ranger. So I would think na, ano na nakikita niya talaga yung yung danger yung yung bigat ng trabaho niya pero at the same time i think he also found stability kasi nagkaroon na rin siya ng pamilya mm-hmm. doon and in, in an ideal world parang sana ganun di ba makita ng mga tao yung stability ng pagiging forest ranger parang in the future na as we're advocating for a green economy, for green jobs, na makita nila na pwede maging trabaho yun. Mm-hmm. Sana in the future, hindi na siya dangerous ganito, job. dangerous. Yeah. Right. Na in the future, pag dinanan mo yung isang bata, hindi na lang niya sabihin na gusto niya maging fireman paglaki, gusto niya maging doctor, gusto niya maging forest ranger. Mm-hmm. So I think yun, nakikita na yung necessity and uh, may stability na sila sa ganong klaseng buhay, however, however dangerous. 
What's your biggest takeaway from that coverage? In writing those stories, syempre, nag-evolve din yun while you were writing it and that documentary. Um, ano yung pinaka nakuha mo? Like, we know these things na dangerous nga yung job and the Philippines has yet to do more for these environmental defenders. Pero nung nakita mo, nakausap mo talaga yung people on the ground, what was your takeaway from that? That they lack support. Ayun, yun talaga. They, they lack support. Kahit ano naman pa yung mga park rangers sa ibang uh, natural parks, yun talaga yung main, ano eh, main problem eh. Kasi in the first place, hindi naman sila mapupunta sa ganong compromising situations if uh, they are supported, if they are protected. And siguro sa conservation work in general, yung isa pa sa mga biggest takeaways ko when we went to Masungi, na grabe ganun pala ka-importante yung magandang design and infrastructure. Kasi si Ben Dumaliang, engineer siya. So, so yung mga tourist uh, spots doon sa Masungi, like for example, yung Sapot, Parang nakakaano lang, nakakabalang kasi transparent mm, makita mo, mo yung ilalim. Makita mo yung bato sa ilalim tapos kita mo all around 360 view. So parang medyo nakakalula pero sound yung structure. So 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 as you go along dun sa Discovery Trail, uh, may mga slabs of stones, uh, yung mga rope ladders, they're ano stable. Uh, hindi ay sorry yung mga nilagay nila na structures. Hindi siya parang may forest tapos biglang may semento na. Mm. Yung parang ganun na ice or hindi siya ganun. Di ba may term doon that they really built around the pa- biomimicry? Parang biomimicry, yun right, yung right. ano nila. Mm. Ginagay nilang features sa ano sa environment to make these structures. Mm-hmm. So they don't, parang hindi sila odd tingnan. Oh, oh, parang they, oh, oh. they nag-ano talaga sila dun sa environment. Mm-hmm. Tapos eh, ako rin, I believe na yun yung, yun yung kung bakit siya mabenta, kung bakit siya gustong pinupuntahan ng mga tao. Kasi it works seamlessly, these human-made structures, tsaka yung, yung kinoconserve na forest. Mm-hmm. And in the future, sa mga future conservation work, parang sana ganun yung makikita natin. Merong deliberate uh, ka- kind of thinking sa design, sa... Sa, sa, sa infrastructure. Mm. When, when we make more parks, di ba? Right. And isa sa mga naalala ko dun sa story mo was that they, they actually built the structure so that eventually they can leave the place. Yes. Can you talk uh-huh. more about that? Parang ano, ano yung, uh, I guess, thinking nila behind that na mm-hmm. this is just temporary. We can eventually leave kapag okay na? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What, what, what were they thinking about that? So, so I was asking one of their staff about the concept of biomimicry, about the designs, about the structures around the park. And then yun nga, nabanggit niya na, ayaw nila nung parang, meron silang masisira na, na environmental feature. Like, I suppose a rock, a rock formation, ayaw nila masisira na ganun. Kasi eventually, in, in the f- ideal future, na hindi na sila kailangan, na talagang yumabong na yung forest, and wala nang threat wala nang outside threats wala nang vested interests na kukuha ng lupa etc etc they can live and they can live without a trees mm-hmm. ayun yun yung yun yung isa pa sa i think mga guiding principle ng design nila na hindi sila sisira they will mm-hmm. ayun yung ayun yung sinabi ni Ben sa interview they build around it 
not just on it, they build around it. Mm-hmm. So, pa- hindi, ang mag adjust yung tao, hindi yung kapaligiran. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I guess, the hope is that more and more, uh, kung magkaroon man tayo ng more geotourism sites, mm-hmm. ganun yung maging thinking or mindset ng mga gagawa yeah. na uh-huh. they built and they they really con- uh, conserve the environment, mm-hmm. preserve mm-hmm. the environment yeah. because um, it's really important. And actually, as we can see with Masungi, pag talagang maganda naman yung pagkakagawa, people will really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and people will support. And people will support. Yeah. And people mm-hmm. will really go and even pay mm-hmm. and support the advocacy yeah. more so than just the tourism or the yeah, tourism. Yeah, yeah. So if you were to do a follow-up story, kung um, you have the opportunity to uh, push further the conversation, uh, what would that story be like? And mm-hmm. ano pa yung gusto mong pag-usapan about uh, environmental conservation preservation? Ayun. Uh, I think uh, maganda na i-follow din yung group of researchers and scientists na bumibisita sa area, uh, nag-ahanag nahanap ng bagong species. For example, yung UPLB researchers sila yung nakakita ng uh, masungi microsnail. And yung isa sa mga geologist na nagko-consult talaga dun yung masungi is Rolly Peña, mm-hmm. who is also an activist. Ayun. Ito uh, mga scientists na to, meron din silang mga sariling struggles si eh, in their in their field, they're underfunded. Parang same as with park rangers, they lack support. But they're doing very important work in in the field of conservation. Kasi syempre, paano malalaman kung ano yung mm. meron na tayo, ano yung mga kailangan natin protektahan kung wala yung mga scientists. So, yun, I think uh, magandang conversation din yun. May, mga gan- may magandang kwento mm. din dun. And even, ang, ang isa sa mga naisip ko, nagsuggest ng topic. <laughs> Pero naisip ko, pwede mong, kasi young people talaga are going yeah. into environmental conservation and preservation. Eh. Yeah. It's really the young people who are um, um, going, running with this, ano eh, with this yeah. um, advocacy. So mm-hmm. I guess that's also one, kaya young scientists, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Oh, who want to go mm-hmm. into environmental conservation. Nagsuggest ako ng story. <laughs> I think, and then, it helps rin na si Bilin and yung, mm-hmm. yung poster image na masung. Kasi they're young. Makakarelate ka eh. Mm-hmm. Pagka parang interested ka sa environmental advocacy and then you see these two women, these two young women na parang, wow, mm-hmm. kaya nilang gawin. I can do my part too. Parang gano'n. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty really of environment journalism. It's mm-hmm. also the people yeah. more so than the environmental issues. Mm-hmm. Minsan nakakalimutan natin na may tao kasing direktang yes. apektado ng mga issues. Na human stories. Oo, kaya mo, siya, kaya mo kinocover yung issue, not just because kon, ano ka, nega ka, or uh-huh. like, gusto mo lang content, <laughs> but it's because these issues really affect people, uh, people's livelihoods, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, and, you know, um, even their lives to to a certain extent. Yeah. So, um, yung story na to, nung tapos ka na, Mm-hmm. Siyempre, it, that was a long process. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's a, tor- <laughs> oh, that's a, a story for process. <laughs> Pero how did this story help you uh, personally as an advocate and as a journalist? Ano siya eh, uh, inalis niya talaga ako sa comfort zone ko. Ang dami kong bagong experiences sa kanya. Tapos excited ako siya gawin, di ba? Uh, two long forms yung nagawa doon. 
Tapos, it's, it's, madami, madami akong first time na ginawa dun na with the team, with the camera, with the drone, recording. Uh, it helped me as a, as an, as an aspiring journalist. Kasi, di ba kailangan mo ilabas yung sarili mo sa comfort zone eh? if If you want to do more of these things, if you want to cover more of these issues, of these stories, parang it helps yung mga ganitong experience na lalabas ka sa comfort zone mo. So, you'll be more informed when you interact with other uh, park rangers. You're more familiarized, I'm more familiarized with their struggles, uh, anong mga pinagdadaanan nila, experience nila, saan nila hinuhugot yung lakas nila. And that would inform the storytelling more. Mm-hmm. And that, I guess the experience will also help you moving forward. I mean, mm-hmm. in appreciating other environmental issues. Because we have a lot, di ba? Hindi lang Sobrang dami. Isang aspect lang yung environmental defenders, their mm-hmm. plight, and also the con- mm-hmm. conservation of our tourist spots. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there are sobrang daming environmental issues and I- I'm excited for what you're going to take on next. Oh, thank you. Ano yung, yeah, aside ko sa'yo next. <laughs> Pero, uh, I- I'm sure that whatever you're going to take on next, um, yun naman yung gusto ko din talaga sa environmental journalism and I know you can relate. It's really the stories of the people mm-hmm. and uh, what they have to say, ano yung story nila, mm-hmm. ano, and kung papaanong Uh, paano siya in the larger scheme of things mm-hmm. na hindi lang siya basta again we we circle back to yung unang breaking na storya hindi lang yun yung storya yeah, talaga yeah. there's more to the story that that meets the eye and that's what we wanna do i guess as environment journalists to tell that story ayun thank you Ia for joining me <laughs> thank today you. ano okay ba kumusta yung ano experience Okay naman, chikahan lang talaga. Uh, diba? <laughs> Sabi ko sa'yo eh. Uh, thank you for joining me today. And um, I guess for our listeners, if you want to follow Ia's work, you can follow her at on Twitter. on at, Twitter at IaGozoom. Yan. Oh. Or i-follow nyo yung Rappler uh, social media accounts. Siya yung yeah. nag-minsan. <laughs> Siya yung minsan nag, oh, ano no, nag-tweet, nag-post sa Facebook and Instagram. For our listeners, if you have questions and suggestions for future episodes, you can tag me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Gheronimo. And thank you for joining us today. Bye.